so let's go on and get right into it. A few things uh, to talk about. Um, again, I, I've talked about this topic before. There are the elites, and then there's everyone else. There are, um, and you may you might be saying, oh, well, us, it's not good to talk about us versus them. I'm okay with us versus them. It has always been us versus them. It's not going anywhere. Okay. Uh, Dave Chappelle was slammed by the left. And by the way, let me, let me just, let me just, let me just make a point about Dave Chappelle and this, this last, uh, special that he did. This special, again, proved conservatives are able to take jokes. Conservatives can take jokes. The left can't. In the special, Chappelle took jabs at both sides. And there's only one side that, that got upset, and it was the left. Reviews are in for Dave Chappelle's Closer special. It's exactly what you'd expect. Comedian Dave Chappelle challenges the left's radical gender theory in his latest comedy special, The Closer, uh, hosted on Netflix, and the acclaimed critics are not amused. Listen to this, listen to this. Review site Rotten Tomatoes' top critics granted Chappelle a dismal 33%. Again, here's how out of touch they are. The show was embraced by his general audience, however, earning the comic an average of a 96% rating. Very interesting. Here Here are some of the acclaimed critic reviews on the site. He's, quote, rich and famous, end quote. He reminds us, huge, Clifford, big, he adds. He should start acting like it. Chappelle's most incendiary, troubling, and unapologetic one yet. The comedian's new Netflix special, The Closer, is a panicked defense of controversial past jokes. The humor doesn't land, neither does the justification. Chappelle's rampant transphobia does not doesn't need to be a problem as long as the jokes land, but his obsession with grievances supersedes any pretense of crafting actual humor. What is the function of the court jester? Tell the truth. Sure, it makes us laugh too, but the laughter caused by the jester's ridiculous behavior is usually a poisoned apple. Dave Chappelle is a good court jester. Now, let me talk about that last one. What's the function of the court jester? The court jester is... Yes, to tell the truth. Stephen Crowder talks about this all the time. He says, the job of the court jester is to, you have a rubber tip sword where you, the court jester can say things that those, that the other ones in the court can't. You can make fun of the king. You can make fun of the queen. You tell the truth. You say things that others are too, are either can't say or are too afraid to say. That's what Dave Chappelle does here. And so it's like, well, he's the court jester and he's telling the truth. And so when he comes out and says, gender is a fact. Oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't how, how, how dare he? How dare he say that? How, 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 how evil is that? How rude is that? Outrageous, outrageous. Additionally, NPR has scolded Chappelle, a black man, for using, for, quote, Using white privilege, end quote, in the special, and Glad has suggested Netflix yank the closer from the platform. See? You see what I'm talking about? Censorship. Well, we don't like what you have to say, 
So either they, they, they do it, they say, okay, pull it, or they push for pulling it. Let me be clear. Anything that is uh, published and stuff like that, even if you don't like it, I don't believe it should be censored. It's wrong. Put it out there. Well, we, we don't like what you have to say. That was really mean what you said. So we're, we're, not, we're, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna pull that. And let me be clear. If you are a Christian, you also need to not support censorship. You need to call it out. Because let me tell you, we see, we see it in other countries. See, we don't really think about censorship that much as Christians because here in America, or I should say American Christians don't think about it as much, because in China, it is illegal to own a Bible. Go, go out in the public square and, 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 and say the name Jesus. Go out, go out and do that. There is censorship, and it's horrible. It's just a matter of time before censorship keeps coming closer. And closer. Oh, well, that's offensive. Well we, well, we really should try being kind, and we shouldn't say those things. The freedom, okay, freedom of speech gives you the right to offend. The First Amendment is the right to offend. That's what allows us to say, to quote scripture. We can read the Bible and say, oh, this is what this says. Oh, I don't like that. That's, that's fine if you don't like it. But we do need to support that when material is out there, it's out there. Now, those are the elites talking. That was just, that was just a side point. But now, those are the elites talking. Here's regular John Doe's and Jane Doe's. So just you, people like you and me. The audience, though, loved the special. Over a thousand high-rated reviews poured in, landing Chappelle a 96% score. Here's some of the top audience comments. He got some folks rocking back and forth in a corner chanting, cancel culture doesn't exist. Uh, and, quote, cancel culture doesn't exist, end quote, with straight jackets on Take a Shot at the Goat. You best not miss. Loved every minute of it, and love how Dave Chappelle speaks his mind freely, speaks up for us without a voice. Now, let me just... Go back on that one. You do have a voice. You're just afraid to use it. But again, that's what I'm talking about. Court jester. That's that when they when they start getting on comedians, that's when we're in trouble. Because comedians are the ones who can make the jokes. They're the ones who can say things that other people are too afraid to say. When they cancel or try to try to try to censor comedians, oh they oh so Dave Dave Chappelle he well he's like. Uh, he's like the king of comedy. Well, they don't want him to talk. Well, I, I'm just a nobody, so I, I definitely can't say anything. That's part of what makes comedy comedy. When you say something like it is, when you say something that's true, but no one's afraid, but everyone else is afraid to say it, it's like, I remember there would be times, not to toot my own horn or, or say that I'm funny or anything, but there would be times where I would be working, you know, at the grocery store, and I would be making jokes, and it would be, kind of some edgy jokes and um some of like the customers in my line my, my line would just be like laughing and sometimes my managers and coworkers would also be laughing but sometimes my, my managers would pull me aside and be like solomon you shouldn't say that like it's yeah like yes it's funny and you know the customers love you but there could be one customer who just who doesn't really appreciate that kind of humor so what i'm saying is that's what makes people laugh when you say when you say things that no one else is willing to say. When you when you push when you push the edge, 
when you push the boundaries? That's why Trump was must-see TV, even for the left and the right. Because what people liked about Trump is they said, even if you hate this guy, it's like, you know what this man is thinking. He's going to tell you what he's thinking. It may, be, it may be stupid, it may sound stupid, it may not be as eloquent as we would like it to be. It may not sound presidential, but you know what that guy's thinking. And what do we see? We saw a rise of Trump impersonators. Why? Because Trump is funny. Trump is an absolute character. He was must-see TV, and so people said, you know what, I can make a living off impersonating that guy. And some of the, a, lot of these, a lot of the impersonators, some were funny, some weren't funny. A lot of them were, I remember seeing videos of some, and I would just be on the floor laughing. And I mean, they would be like from, from people on the left who were just trying to trash Trump. But they had excellent impersonations of the way he spoke and things that he said. And I thought it was hilarious. We need comedy. We need to laugh. Here's another one. Dave tells it like it is, and we the people love him for it. The audience scores show the mainstream critics are willfully out of touch with reality. That's what we're talking about. There's the elites, and then there's you and me. Just completely and totally out of touch. The elites are grossly out of touch. They say, oh, well. They, and, and again, the elites feel like they can speak for other people. For example, um, voting ID. They say, well, voting ID is racist. No. Okay. Well, we'll, 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 we'll asking black people to, to pull out, to, asking people to pull out their ID to vote is, is racist. You go talk to blacks and browns and they support, and over, they overwhelmingly support voter ID. Oh, well, uh, well, well, blacks don't, blacks, they, they don't have ID. Yes, they do. Go talk, go talk to black people. Again, completely out of touch. That's what they say. Oh, well, well, uh, well, uh, the blacks, the, the police hate blacks. I mean, blacks just, they terrorize, they, police just terrorize communities of, of people of color and, and, and people of color just hate, they hate police. They, they want less. You go and actually talk to blacks and browns and they say, uh, hey, can we actually keep the same amount of police or can, or can we get more police in our communities, please? Completely and totally out of touch. Just like Jen Psaki. Well, you know, you know, uh, the, uh, the problem, the, the reason Biden's ratings are so low is, uh, well, it's, it's COVID. It's COVID. It's, it's, it's the unvaccinated. No, it's, it's bad policies. That's what it is. It's bad policies. You know, it, it, it can't be, it can't, it can't be that I'm out, it can't be that I'm out of touch. It can't be that, uh, cause I'm, I'm so smart. I, I know, I know what's best for everyone. It can't be that I'm, it can't be that I'm wrong. It has to be the masses that are wrong. They love Chappelle. No, he's, he's, he's too edgy. He's, he's, he's wrong. He's, he's what, he's offensive. You can't just make jokes about trees, folks. It's a, here's the thing. Just leave jokes alone. It's, it's, it's crazy because here's what's, here's what's happening. When you cancel comedians, and I, all comedians and comics, whether you're good, whether you're bad, whether you're mediocre, you need to stand up to this. You need to push back and say, listen, it's a joke. 
I'm not going to apologize. It's a joke. Because when we get rid of jokes, that's it. That's it. The ability to say other things that aren't seen as jokes, that goes away too. Because comedy, with comedy, at least you can laugh. What happens with religion? Oh, you're, 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 you're holding up, you're holding up a sign with, with a Bible verse on it? Well, I don't like that. That's offensive to me. That's not funny at all. And then you get censored. We need to be careful with these things. But again, this shows the difference between the elites and everyone else. That's why Donald Trump said, it's they hate me because they're trying to get to you and I'm standing in front of them. And I'm paraphrasing here. The elites were coming after Donald Trump. Donald Trump was not an elite. Yes, he's a billionaire, but he wasn't an elite. Why? Because they mocked him, they laughed at him, they hated him. They The, the man's been out of office for uh, almost a year now. And these late night talk shows are still talking about him. They're still trying to make fun of him. Donald Trump wasn't going to go to your little tea parties. He, he wasn't going to have your little crumpets. He wasn't going to, he wasn't going to, he wasn't going to, he wasn't going to invite you to the, he wasn't going to go to your dinners. He wasn't going to go to your, your little event. And it bothered them. He was an outsider. People, people looked at Donald Trump and they said, you know what? He seems like my uncle. He seems like a guy where you go to the family reunion and he just cracks everyone up. He just seems hilarious. He feels like someone that I can relate. People on the left said this as well. And there were people during the 2016 election where they said, that's why he relates to a lot. That's why he has a big force behind him. Because people feel like they can relate to him. People couldn't, people don't feel like they can relate to Hillary Clinton. People don't feel like they can relate to Joe Biden. Why? Because Joe Biden is, he's, he's, he's of the swamp. He's been, he's never, he's never made a job. He's never worked a job in the in the private sector he's been he's been sucking at the government teat almost his pretty much his entire adult life but they look at Donald Trump and they're like that's a guy where I feel like I can just sit down across from him and we can just be sharing a soda we can I can drink a cold one and he can drink a cold, a cold one and we can we can just talk the elites versus everyone else it does exist Um, so I, I don't know how you guys feel about this, um, but I, I, it, it bothers me tremendously. Uh, this person tweeted, Amazon has made it possible to shop by identity. And again, I don't use Twitter very often, but here we go. Black owned, women owned, uh, family owned, military family owned. Let me be clear. Um, when I go shopping and when most people go shopping, People aren't concerned. I wonder if a black fella owns this place. Oh, I wonder. Oh, I wonder. Well, gosh, is this is this minority owned? How about we just? How about we support good businesses? I don't care if you're owned by. I don't care if you're owned by a black person, a white person, a Christian, a Muslim. I I don't care. I don't care. All people care about really is good business. But again, they want to divide up people by identity. Well, black, blacks, black. Look at blacks right here. Look at look at look at the blacks over here. Th these are the black businesses over here. 
So what does that mean? You're black owned. What does that mean? It's amazing that the it's amazing the 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 enormous deals that we make over some something being black owned or women owned or minority owned or 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 or, or veteran owned. Who cares? How about good business? That's all I care about. When I when I go to sit down and eat at a restaurant, whether it's a big place or a small place or, or a mid-sized place, I'm still looking around just to get, hmm, uh, you know, the service was good, the, the, the maitre d' was friendly, I got great service from the waiters, the food was excellent, I, I want to come back. I don't think, hmm, I don't, I don't come in with a, with, a, with a little, you know, notepad and taking notes just like, oh, hmm. And I, I don't go in there and, and ask, excuse me, is this, is this, is this, uh, is this establishment black owned? I, 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 I'm seeing a lot of white people in here. I, I, I don't think it's, I don't think you're diverse enough. Oh, I, I, I where, where, where are the people with the, where are the people with the wheelchairs? Where are the, where are the people who, who have disabilities? Where, where are, where are the people who are short? Where are those individuals? It's unreal how they can just say, you know what? It's it's about identity. That's what it's about. It's that, that that's what you need to focus on. No one cares. You shouldn't care. I shouldn't care. I just that that really just bothers me. There's another one. Government increasingly tells private businesses what it can and can't do. Gender-neutral toys are just a start. New York Post. I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Ronald Reagan called them the nine most terrifying words in the English language, and indeed, it's getting scared for retailers in California. If you guys saw some of the legislation that was passed in California, just recent, just after the recall, you'd be stunned. You'd be absolutely stunned. According to the LA Times, quote, California became the first state in the nation Saturday to adopt a law requiring large retail stores to provide gender-neutral toy sections under a bill signed by Governor Gavin Newsom. The new law, which takes an effect in 2024, says that retail stores with 500 or more employees must sell some toys and childcare products outside of areas specifically labeled by gender. Retailers can continue to offer other toys and childcare goods in traditional boys and girls sections if they choose to. Again, big government coming in and saying, "Hey, that's a nice story you got there. What? Let me let me get my hands in on that. Let me let me tell you how to run your show. Let me tell you how to run your business." Again, this is not the party of choice. They try to bother you. They try, they try to they try to poke you and say, "Ah, uh, well, you're not doing this correctly." It's unreal. It's unreal. How how. Here, here's the way I see it. There are people who believe that government should be involved in almost everything. And there are people who believe that government should be required and should be involved in relatively very little. These are two opposing worldviews. Because again, there's people who say, you know what? My life kind of sucks. What am I? There's two people. What am I in control of? What can I do? How can I improve my situation? What mistakes did I make? How can I learn from my mistakes? What do I need to do to move forward to improve my life? 
And then there are others who say, you know what? My life sucks. Government, where are you? What, 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 what are you doing? Why, why, why don't you, why don't you, why don't you stand in the gap for me? It's, 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 it's the white man. It's the white man who, who's been, who's been treading upon me and, and I, I'm the one who's, who's oppressed. I'm the one. I can't get ahead because of this. I can't get ahead because I'm a woman. I can't get ahead because I'm disabled. I can't get ahead because of this. So government needs to come in and they need to intercede for me. They need to stand in the gap for me. They need to be my champion. I can't, I can't do it. I'm, I'm not big enough. I'm not strong enough. So you government, you need to make sure that I get an advantage here. Two opposing worldviews. And it's absolutely horrible. It's absolutely evil what's going on here. This isn't about toys. It's about government stepping in on your life and my life. That, that's what they, that's what they do. We need, we need gender neutral toy sections. God, man, it, it, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. Going back to the topic of the elites versus everyone else, MIT is in the news. Thousands of people have registered to attend a geophysicist remote lecture hosted by Princeton after uh, MIT canceled his initial one when a woke Twitter mob waged a war against him on his views over on merit-based college admissions. Dorian Abbott, an associate professor of geophysics at the University of Chicago, last week slammed MIT for caving to cancel culture for his upcoming public public lecture on climate and potential for life on the planets was axed. Abbott said MIT told him it was canceling the lecture to, quote, avoid controversy, end quote, after students and recent alumni demanded he be uninvited because he'd recently argued academic evaluations should be based on merit. Again, what I was talking about earlier, well, I, I, I can't do it for myself. I'm, I'm, I'm black. I'm a woman. I'm a Muslim. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm overweight. I'm, I'm obese. Uh, I'm an amputee. Uh, so I, the, the, the standards need to be lower for me and, and, and the elites and government needs to, need to stand in the gap for me. There needs to be affirmative action. There, there, uh, you know, well, you know, well, 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 this, this individual is black and, uh, well, well, look at these test scores. Ooh, test scores kind of low, but it, it, it's a black person. So let him in, let him in, let him in, let him in. They want lower standards. And this professor, he simply says, Hey, that's stupid. If we want people to succeed, if we want people to do well, it should be based off merit. It should be based off talent. It should be based off skill. What does your resume look like? What can you do? What are you good at? And they said, well, how dare you? And listen to this, listen to this. In the wake of the follow-up, Princeton University decided to host Abbott's lecture via Zoom on October 21st, the same day it was scheduled to take place at MIT. Princeton professor Robert P. George, who publicly backed Abbott last week, tweeted Sunday that the school had, art, had already had to increase the quota for attendee, attendees because of demand. I'm delighted to report that we've experienced the Zoom, expanded the Zoom quota for Dr. Dorian's Abbott, Dr. Dorian Abbott's Princeton lecture the one shockingly and shamefully canceled by MIT. And literally thousands of people have registered, George said. Thousands. That's how you fight back against the elites. Again, what did I say about Fauci saying, well, we don't, we don't really know about Christmas. 
Oh, we're, we're just not really sure. We don't know what to do. It's, it's just too soon. The way you rebel is you live your life. You do, what does he say to do? Do the opposite. Well, we, we should probably, we should probably hold back on Christmas. Pack your homes for Christmas. Live your life. Enjoy the holidays. Have fun. But with this, it's like, oh, well, you know, you know, well, you know, uh, it's, it's, it, you, you know, how, how dare you push the idea of merit-based admission? That's racist. That's sexist. That's, that's xenophobic. No, it's, co it's common sense. Because what matters is, can you do the job? And really what it is, you know, things like affirmative action, it's all, it's, it's, that is really evil. Why do I say that? Again, when you have low, lower expectations for a certain group, it's because you're saying, oh, they're stupid. Oh, they, they don't understand. It's just like with IDs, with, with blacks. Oh, you know, well, black people, they don't, they don't have IDs. They don't, they don't know where to get IDs. They don't know where the DMV is. And even if they knew where the DMV was, they don't know how to get down there bigotry of low expectations they're too stupid to figure stuff out they don't know what to do they don't know how to make a, a covid vaccine appointment they have no they have no idea how to do that bigotry of low expectations it's not soft it's low well there he's too stupid to know how to he's too stupid to do this he's not smart enough they don't know they don't know what to do they can't get high enough test scores their resumes aren't just aren't as good. They don't do enough stuff in the community. They 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 um you know we, we just need to we just need to lower the bar for them. Racism. It's evil. It sh things should be merit based. How good are you? Are you good at the job? I personally don't I personally don't really care about whether someone goes to Harvard or 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 APU or Citrus College or Yale or Stanford or they go to some school in Pocatello, Idaho. I don't care. What matters is can they do the job? I don't care about their identity group. Woman. Transgender. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But the problem is the left has this unattainable they're they're in this unattainable race for diversity equity and inclusion they keep pushing for these things well you're, you're not diverse enough there, there's not enough black people there's not enough women there's not enough there's not enough uh gays there's not enough there's not enough uh muslims there's not there's not enough catholics there's not enough uh there's not enough um uh people who are who who uh who are atheists the problem is they keep focusing on that and you can't win that battle you'll never win if you, let's say you have a business and you have a hundred employees and they say, well, you know, you know what you, what, well, your, 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 your business isn't diverse enough. You can, you can say that when it comes to any form of identification. Well, 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 well where, where are the blacks? You don't have enough black people. You, you, you don't, you don't have enough women. You, uh, you, you don't, you don't have enough, uh, you, and again, these identity groups, who picks, who determines which is the most important? They say the same thing about Congress. Well, it's just a bunch of old white men. We, we need more blacks. 
We, we need more women. We need more, we need more Hispanics. We need more this. We need more that. How about people who are obese? How about that? 40% of the country, 40, 40% of the country is obese. So should 40% of Congress be obese? How about eyelash length? How about height? How about weight? How about, how about, how about favorite, how about favorite sport? There's an infinite number of ways that you can divide people into. That's why it's a never-ending quest. You will never, again, this is why I say, you'll never be woke enough. Because there's always going to be some group. And again, when people just, when people can just make up groups, you can just make up terms, you can just make up identities. You'll never be woke enough. You'll never be diverse enough. Well, it, it, well, it's, it's about, it's about trying to achieve it. You can't achieve it. You can't achieve it. You, you shouldn't chase something that's not possible to achieve. Cause you're wasting your time. And it's, it's just, it's just virtue signaling. My goodness, my goodness. Last story and then I'm done. You know, the left always talks about my body, my choice. They say that they're the party choice and they're not. Jesse Nelson, who I've never heard of, is accused of blackfishing. Now, if you don't know what blackfishing is, it's pretty much, in a nutshell, it's, uh, it's someone trying to come off as black. It's someone of a different race trying to, trying to look black, act black, sound black, things like that. Just consider, so you see, you've heard the term catfishing. Um, it's where someone, shows it shows that this is their picture on their tinder profile and then you meet them in person and they are nothing close to the picture black fishing is kind of the same um you have someone who's not black and they try to pass himself off as black and the left will say well you know what that's cultural appropriation that's evil um you're making fun you're 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 hurting people um it's offensive but these are the same people who say you know what it's your body your choice so so my question is Let's say she was blackfishing. Let's say she was. That's her business. It's her body. It's her choice. If she wants to try to look black, if she wants to try to sound black, if she wants to put her hair in braids and all that, that's her business. See, again, they don't believe what they say. They, they say, well, no, it's, it's, it's a woman's body. She should be able to choose. Okay, here... We're not even talking about killing babies. We're just talking about a woman and her fashion statements. Well, she's blackfishing. But I thought it was her body, her choice. Well, you know, the, 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 uh, they, they have no defense. They have no defense. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj is really just coming through, man. Nicki, uh, who features on the song, said on Instagram, y'all gotta stop. Um, she added on Twitter, if you know someone who has been, has been suicidal from bullying in the past, why try to get a bunch of people to bully them again about something else? Um, it's just, it's, it's just completely and totally ridiculous. It's completely and totally absurd. Just like what they did with, uh, Emily Ratajkowski and Vanessa Hudgens. Oh my are those those are white girls and they they have they have braids in their hair? What do they think they're doing? That that's offensive. That's 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 blackfishing. That that's cultural appropriation. How about you leave them alone? How about you actually 
practice what you preach and talk about, well, it's my body, my choice. Well, all, all bodies are beautiful bodies. Don't, don't, don't make fun of people in their bodies. Okay. You're making fun of this girl and her, and her fashion choices. You can't have it both ways. You cannot have it both ways. Either you support my body, my choice, which means that whatever a person wants to do with their body is their business and they, they have the choice to do that. Or you don't, or, or again, you don't believe in personal choice of, of the individual. You don't believe in personal autonomy. It's unreal. It's unreal. By the way, and Nicki Minaj made a great point. Um, Nicki Minaj said, there's a lot of women out here in the United States that tan, get bigger lips. I wear straight blonde hair when I want to. No one talked about that. No one talks about Nicki Minaj and, you know, you know, it's like, oh, she's trying to look like a white woman. Look at her, look, look, look at her straight blonde wig. It's horrible. See, if someone wants to, if someone wants to pass himself off as white, it's okay. That's okay because supposedly white people don't have a culture, which whatever whatever that means. But whenever someone's trying to, you know, if it whether it's black or or Hispanic or or they're from a different part of the the different part of the world. Remember, you had Adele. She put she put her hair in in bantu knots and, and had a and had a Jamaican bikini with 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 the uh, Jamaican flag on on the top. They slammed her so hard. They came after her. They said, well, "How dare you, Adele?" See, see if a black if a black woman wants to come off come off and you know have white attributes in terms of her body, that's okay. But if a woman doesn't, if 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 a woman of a certain ethnicity, if a woman who's if a woman who's white comes off and passes herself off as something else that she's not. Then you get upset. You get you get mad at Rachel Dolezal. We keep talking. You, you, they keep again. This is the this is the party. They say, "Well, we care about personal freedoms. We care about personal choice." No, you don't. No, you don't. You demand people get vaccinated. You mandate people get vaccinated. You discriminate against those who don't get vaccinated. You get mad at those. Who you get mad at women who aren't black and put braids in their hair. You get mad at them. You hate them. You discriminate against them. You punish them. You bully them. You don't care about personal choice. School choice. Nope. You're not the party for that. Oh, you go to school in a you go to school in a bad neighborhood and, and the school sucks? That's too bad. You have to go there because you you live in that you live in that area. But, but the school's not very good. I want my child to succeed. Shut your mouth. Go, take, take your, take your son, take your daughter and go to that school. That's where you belong. Again, this is the government saying, well, we know better than you. We are smarter than you. We are bigger and better than you. So you just do as you're told. Just, just completely absurd, completely absurd the things that they do. We have to look at these things and analyze them for what they are. There's one party that says, hey, we'll leave you alone. There's another party that says, no, we, we're not going to leave you alone. We're not going to leave you alone. 
we're going to tell you how to run your store. You need if if you have 500 or more employees in your in your store, you you will have a gender neutral toy section. Same thing with churches. They did the exact same thing. I was talking to my to my mom on Sunday about this and then I'm, I'll wrap this up. We were talking about the closures of uh the closures of uh churches. And I said, here I said, this is the main problem with church shutdowns. You have the churches have the right to worship freely. You have the right to go into your place of worship and worship how it how it is seen fit. Singing, preaching, uh, praying, whatever. It's one thing for ch- for a church to say, you know what? We're gonna shut ourselves down because we're not really sure what this COVID thing is. We have we have a lot of older people, like for example, if you take uh, Charles Stanley's church, he has a lot he, he has a lot of older people, and so it's one thing if he says, you know what? We're we're our church is older. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take it back. We're gonna st- we're gonna shut down church for a little bit. We're gonna do online services, but we're not gonna meet in person. That is different than the government, federal or state, coming in and saying you are not allowed to have church because of this. That is a violation of the First Amendment. We have freedom to worship. But the government just comes in and says, uh, no, it, it's, it's an emergency. It's for your health. So we're not, if you do meet, we're going to fine you. Now, if you want to go, if you want to go chant for George Floyd, if you want to go protest and, and burn stuff for, for, for Jacob Blake and, and Breonna Taylor and you want, you want to go and, 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 and scream about climate change and, and all those things, that's fine. You're, you're doing, you're doing good things. You're, you're gathering for good reasons. But if you want to go sing, you know, man of your word, if you want to go sing Lord your might, if you want to go sing Lord, I lift your name on high with, 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 with your church group, you will be fine and you will be punished.